Hey, what's happening, everybody? Welcome back to the Lucky Rants, and welcome back to Anime Casuals. I am your host, Lucky, and today we're going to be talking about something a little bit more serious. But before we get into that, let's go ahead and talk about uh, what we're going to be talking about on Saturday. Uh, so if you guys have a Netflix subscription, um, hopefully you do, or you have some type of... Uh, I don't know if I should be promoting piracy <laughs> on this podcast, but if you have some other means, uh, hopefully legal means to go ahead and uh, check this out we're gonna be talking about uh the orbital children on netflix it is a six episode i guess what would you say like miniseries of some sort um apparently from the same people who made uh den no coil which we just did a a half review on i guess i should eventually like co- uh, like go along with the like last part of my reviews i know that's how it should be but it's hard when you watch 13 episodes in one week to continue on um so I like to kind of diversify my picks just a little bit. But anyway, uh, the more serious matter at hand I wanted to talk to you guys about. I, ju- I just wanted to bring this to your attention because I'm sure um, if you guys are into tubers or, you know, anime YouTubers, you probably know, um, maybe, you know, about something that's going on. And it's something that I had mentioned a long time ago. So to give you some context, um, I made a video, a video review of To Your Eternity kind of using the same measures that I usually do. So um, in order to not get copyright claimed or copyright, you know, anything, uh, basically the idea is to cut shorter clips. You know, you can't just show a long clip of, uh, of an anime or else that gets copyright struck. Now, I, I figured out that maybe the magic number is somewhere around 10 to 15 seconds. Like you can't show any more than that, um, but you can show less. So meaning if I show you like a clip of, excuse me, Luffy fighting or something like that. After about 10 seconds, I would have to cut it to something else. And the space between that something else, I usually take it as another minute or two. That way it can't tell the algorithm for it. Now, that might sound like a little bit of a, a, what do you call it, loophole, because it is. But either way, it's not like we were trying to show whole, um, you know, whole episodes or anything like that. The idea was I was, we were trying to, you know, we're trying to show you as we're talking about, like, let's say I talk about something from To Your Eternity that's very sad. I want to show you a sad clip that goes along with that. That way you understand. That way you, you, your both senses make the, uh, make the uh, what would you say, the connection to it. So your eyes are seeing it and you're, and you're hearing me talk about it. Uh, and that's very important for commentary type, uh, you know, type videos. Now, if you guys have heard, oh man, I actually do not remember what his name is. Uh, I think it's the, oh, excuse me. Uh, it says, uh, oh, totally not Mark. That's right. Um, this guy's a bigger uh, anime YouTuber, and he had some trouble with Toei, who owns the rights to a lot of things, but in particular, uh, One Piece is the main one. So he had some trouble. I think they took down like a hundred and something videos of his, uh, you know, kind of just deleting his channel. Um, now from what I heard, I heard that he, he may have won that, but there are some other problems at, uh, at large for that. Um, but there's this other anime YouTuber, his name is Swade, and I highly recommend any of you guys listening, please go subscribe and support his new channel called New Swade. I'll have a link to both the video that Swade made about this, uh, you know, t- kind of talking about it in detail. I'm going to go over some, uh, rough bullet points of it. Um, but you know, if you guys want to go check that out and then, and make sure you like it as well, that helps the algorithm kind of like bring it up to the top. Uh, and then 
I'll also have a link to his other channel. He hasn't, he doesn't have any uh, videos out yet for that new channel, but that's going to be his new channel for him to start over. Um, but it was really, really sad when I watched this actually to the point where I, I had like a, I don't want to say like a panic attack, but it was, um, it was like, I, I legitimately had my heart stop, my heart dropped a little bit because it was the basically the video is called every anime youtuber could be gone tomorrow and there's nothing i think it's uh, and there's nothing you can do about it but anyway um the the big part a part of it was um you know thinking it back to that copyright strike that we got from uh, kodansha who owns the rights to uh, to your eternity really really started you know making a lot of sense right um, so anyway, going to uh, to Suede, he had a problem with ShowPro. Apparently what he does, I, I've never actually seen his videos before. And the problem is I can't see his videos anymore. They've all been taken down and he's only got one video on his channel, which is every anime YouTuber could be gone tomorrow, that, that video, right? And <clears throat> let me explain something to you. So what I was talking about before, when I cut up clips, I do commentary over them. It's called transformative, uh, it's called uh, transforming the content to make it your own meaning that if you just take a painting uh, sorry if you just take um an episode of naruto you're copyright you're, you're you know you're you're not in 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 something we call fair use however if you cut up that episode and you you cut in other parts of the episode uh, parts of the the series with it or you cut in memes. That's why you'll see a lot of these these people use a lot of memes to kind of cut into it. Um, but also, it, it also adds like a, a certain amount of flair to, to the video as well. Um, but it's also a good way to to get away from completely using clips and whatnot. And so, you know, when I was, you know, when, when, when we're making these videos, a lot of times we have to think about you know, uh, how much spacing should we have between this and that? What should we be talking about? When can I add something else? All that kind of stuff. So when you transform your content, it makes it so that your content is not a substitute, but in fact, uh, it's almost like a, a free advertisement for that company. You know, you're showing little clips. You're not you're not revealing too much. Or if you are, then, you know, maybe somebody wants to go see how that happened. Um, and that's called transformative content, you know, so you're transforming the content into your own. Now, from what I've heard of from this guy, he was talking more about, uh, if I'm not mistaken, he was mentioning like doing like Pokemon stuff, but he, he'd mentioned something like he was kind of similar to team four star who if you guys don't know, did the Dragon Ball Z abridged. Uh, I don't, I don't know about that, that, so to me, that is transformative content because if you see them edit it, it's edited in such a way that it's very, very different. Also, it's very, very it's par it's parody. So, um, you know, using it for that. Now, here is the problem with this whole dynamic. Um, the problem is so when we talk about fair use law, right? It, it's it, it's pretty. You know, it, it's you can cite it. However, in Japan, they have little to no uh, fair use in in their law system so there, there's not a whole lot of fair use um, a lot of times and this is pretty old-fashioned um, you need to get permission from the company in order to do anything anything gigok had mentioned that he wanted to use a photo of of a japanese building and that he actually need or uh Okay, you know, I'm just going to, like, narrow this down bare bones because I'm kind of paraphrasing him. He had to use it. He wanted to use his picture, and, you know, he had to ask permission because you know how they work through an agency. The agency has 
people who do, you know, they, they have lawyers and stuff. They can figure out where to, you know, where to, uh, you know, toe the line and also where they need permission and stuff. He had to get permission to show a building on one of his videos or something like that. Um, so that's how they do it over there. Whereas, and by the way, I just want to make sure that I'm completely clear on this. Um, so the company, real quick, the company that we're talking about is called, I, I don't know what the long name is, but it's, it's, it's shortened down to ShowPro, who own the Pokemon anime. Um, but anyway, uh, one of the things that I wanted to make really clear is uh, these companies are within their right, unfortunately, but it is still within their right to do this. Uh, and what did they do to this this uh, anime YouTuber, Swade? Uh, well, they made him, they basically sent, sent him a slap suit which um you know basically was you know you have to pay us uh i don't remember how many yen but it was roughly about a thousand dollars and um it is uh excuse me and it was mostly just kind of like a scare tactic um and the problem is uh, and by the way uh, I, i'm reading i'll read the definition of what a slap suit is uh, lawsuit filed strategically by a corporation against a group or activist opposing certain action taken by the corporation, usually in the realm of environmental protests. So not exactly what we're, what what it is, but it's more a big corporation going after a smaller, uh, you know, th in this case, a small corporation who, I mean, he doesn't have anything against Pokemon, but, um, you know, it, it's it's kind of like a, like a, like kind of like a muscle, uh, kind of being muscled around. Um even though that doesn't sound a lot like a lot um they have lawyers behind them and he does not and in order to in order to basically represent himself he would have had to outsource for a lot of money by the way uh, a lawyer in japan in order to take this on so you know you might say okay well what what is the solution to this he had mentioned something called geoblocking geoblocking is where you block uh you block a certain uh, subset of the population, meaning you, you block, uh, like, let's say you don't want people to see your video in China. Well, you, you would block people from seeing your video in China. Right. Um, so in this case, the, the solution would be blocking people from seeing your content in Japan. Cause that's the problem is if people can see your, your content in Japan, uh, then you're showing it to that audience. And then the, you're, you're at, you're at stake for this, um, you're, you're at stake for uh, for J the Japanese companies to come after you. Now, there's a lot of legal jargon in here that I'm not going to really get super into just because it's not, um, to me, it, uh, I, you know, it's, it's hard to even think about it. Like I said, yesterday I had like a mini breakdown, like I was editing and I saw this. Uh, actually, I saw it originally from Joey, uh, the anime man, and he was mentioning this. Uh, he and you know, funny enough, he actually has a, a, a he works with a subsidiary of Kadansha. The Kadansha, remember, is the people behind Tier Eternity, uh, i.e., the people who copyright struck my uh, video uh, on Tier Eternity, which is very strange. I think I saw a bunch of other Tier Eternity videos, and uh, it was very like I was like, why did mine get? You know, I only had like a hundred views on it, but for some reason, uh, I got, you know copyright struck and it was really really strange to me anyway <clears throat> the uh the other thing so you know from here on out i have to be very careful about using anything from kodansha or anything like that um but what this really spoke to was the future of anime youtubing right because any japanese company could technically do this any japanese company could just 
you know, if you're using any of their IP, their intellectual property, like at all, they can just look at it and be like, you didn't get permission from us. And by Japanese law, you're at fault. Right. And since you're distributing it to Japan, technically, uh, we can come after you. And so that was what we talked about with the geo blocking. YouTube does not allow geo blocking unless. Gosh, I want to say it's uh, unless it's like a, a certain uh, you, you have like a certain bigger channel, that kind of stuff. But either way, it really, it really, really hurt my self-esteem going forward. Um, granted, I still have this lovely podcast, which I'm very, very thankful for. So it does work out a lot. But it really uh, worried me for the future of all of my favorite anime YouTubers. I mean, obviously, we have 200 subscribers on YouTube. We're not the hugest anime YouTube channel. But it sucks when you... And w well, actually, let me talk about the good part about this. We can adapt from here on out. Um, you might see on our videos from now on, you'll see a lot more of our faces instead of, and I had actually mentioned this to Michael before when we got the copyright strike, was, hey, let's use a little bit more of our faces in, and then we'll cut in like li littler clips instead of just having the, the anime continuously in the background, right? So that was one way that we were doing it. Um, the other way would be to um, avoid anime with, uh, under the Show Pro and Toei banner. Um, which actually I already have, haven't done because I'm, I'm doing a video right now that I needed to use a clip from, um, one of the more recent, uh, episodes of one piece just to make a point, but you know, still at the same time, they could still come after that. So it's very, very tough to, um, think about. And I really do hope that, uh, the future of anime YouTube is not as screwed as what people make it. You know, whenever something like this happens, we all, I mean, as I said yesterday, right, I, I got so like emotionally like tired that I literally could not keep, I, I could not, for, first of all, I couldn't watch anime and I couldn't uh, keep editing the video that I was doing. It was really, really tough for me. So all of this is for the first 10 minutes of this uh, podcast or 13 minutes, well, shit, uh, <laughs> is just to say, uh, please go support Suede. Please go, um, you know, please, please go, uh, uh, check him out. As I said, I'll have a link to his profile in the, his new profile in the description box, as well as the video that I got a lot of this insp the inspiration for this podcast from. Also, totally not Mark is. Uh, by the way, I should just claim I, I've never seen these people uh, these videos before, except for Swades, just because of the the newest thing that came out. Um, and I also want to be very apparent. I do not watch a lot of anime YouTubers. I do. I really don't. Um, despite the fact that I'm not, a, despite the fact that I am a, an anime YouTuber. Um, I used to watch their content a lot, but now that I am, you know, an anime content creator, it is tough for me to watch other people's content without super looking into, okay, how did they do this? How did they do that? How did they do that? Um, so I'll have a link to Totally Not Mark and, and Suede's channels, and please go support them in any way that you can, um, even if it's just a subscription or a like on all their videos. Anyway, guys, I wanted to talk about, um, you know, less serious news for a second, just, just to kind of get the taste out of our mouth. Um, so why don't we talk about, I, I actually want to read these comments. Uh, so it says, what's the best anime episode? Okay, so th this is really cool on anime subreddit. I want to read some of these comments because I'm wondering what they're going to say. So it says recently a lot of people, people excuse me, peepers. <laughs> recently a lot of people have been saying that Demon Slayer's latest episode is the best anime episode ever. While I disagree, I didn't have a specific one in mind, though a bit more, and I still couldn't choose a single, um, uh, choose a single greatest episode I've seen. So in your opinion, what is the best anime episode? Um. Gosh, dude, I really, I, 
Hmm. You know, it, it's hard because I can choose one per per like uh, per season, maybe one per anime, maybe. Um, but I don't know if I could choose one. Um, uh jeez. Uh, so a lot of people are saying Code Geass, uh, the, the last episode. By the way, one of the best last ep final episodes that I've ever seen. Um, let's see here. Oh, Violet Evergarden episode 10. I believe, okay. If, I, if I'm not mistaken, I think I know which one that is, but I thought it was episode 8. Maybe it's not. Um, I, I would agree with that to, to a certain degree. Um, gosh. Yeah, you know, I, I really like that episode. So if you guys don't remember the episode, I'll just like give you like the, the first part of it, just so that you guys, uh, if you guys did watch it, that you guys will understand which episode it is. It's an episode where a um, a mother, or it's mostly seen through the child's eyes, but uh, Violet Evergarden, remember, she is uh auto male doll, is that what they call it? And so she, she writes for people and kind of translates their feelings into uh, into paper. And so um, she is visiting this mother who is a little bit sickly and is writing these these letters. And the and the the daughter is really sad because every time she comes over, she can't see her mother. And then it goes on from there. And it's a very beautiful episode. And I truly, truly hope that everybody gets a chance to see that episode because it is fantastic. Um, now, funny enough, I actually saw a movie that had a similar. Uh, what would you say? A similar idea and it was based on a true story too so it was very interesting um it was a christian movie so i don't know if any of you guys would be into that um i uh, i don't remember the name of it sorry guys uh, <laughs> let's see here um okay uh you know i would i feel like i'm just gonna say like naruto like one of the pain episodes but i don't i don't know like, if we're looking at the grand scheme of things, I don't know if I can put that on there. Um, gosh, man. I mean, okay, I would probably say one of the most impactful episodes for me was was Full Metal Alchemist. Okay, and so, uh, okay, so this is not Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, but Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood did it as well and did it very good as well. Um, but it was with, with the introduction of Nina and her father... Uh, Gosh, I'm forgetting, forgetting the dude's name. Um, gosh, I cannot, I, I, I can't remember his name. But anyway, um, uh, trying to, gosh, what in the world is, uh, it's something like, it's something, Shao, Tucker, Shao Tucker. There you go. Um, anyway, uh. You know, the introduction of those two, because it really made me, uh, it was one of the first times, and I say Full Metal Alchemist because I watched that that iteration first, because I was back in 2004, right? So I watched that first, and I remembered thinking, wow, that was one of the most disturbing things I've ever seen. And it really shocked me into, you know, this, it really shocked me because, I don't know, at that point in my life, and I don't think I saw it exactly in 2004, I would have been like fifth grade i think i may have seen it when i was closer into high school but one of the, uh, maybe middle school actually i think it might have been it but what shocked me about it was the fact i i was still very naive at this point and even though i had a pretty um you know emotionally abusive father who was in and out of my life i didn't really think of 
that humans were capable of such egregious acts until that episode. Now, granted, like, you know, it's a fictitious, it, it's a piece of fiction, but that doesn't, that didn't make it any less true in terms of how far people will go just to spread their name. Um, and that's all I'll say about it. I don't want to like completely, if you guys have never seen Full Metal Alchemist uh, or Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, it is the episode where um, something, you know, basically, if, if you guys hear the name Shao Tucker and Nina Tucker, you guys know what I'm talking about and I don't need to go any further. Um, and it was one of those things that really made you think about morality. And I think that's when Full Metal Alchemist really became one of the most, uh, I don't want to say morally ambiguous. It, it wasn't ambiguous. It was uh, one of the, the few anime that really focused on the like morality and uh, and philosophy as the basis around its story. And I love that. I love it so much. As a former philosophy major, A+. Plus. Um, let's see. Um, who else is it? Okay, so Geass again. Steins Gate. Oh, by the way, guys, have you have you guys any have any of you guys watched Steins Gate? I've never seen Steins Gate, and I really it seems like it's good. I have the OP. It might be Steins Gate Zero that I have. I can't remember exactly what it's called. Um, I have the OP on my my um, anime playlist, so I always listen to that like when I'm when I'm on the treadmill or something like that. But yeah, I don't really know what it could be. By the way, the this new Demon Slayer episode is fantastic, by the way. We're going to be talking about it on the weekend talk, but it is fantastic. So I see why a lot of... I, I actually had a lot of emotion afterwards to the point where I was like, I got to talk to somebody. And the worst thing was, right after that, I found I stumbled upon this freaking video. Uh, I stumbled upon that video of Sway talking about this stuff. Oh, man, it re- it hurt, bro. It really hurt. That was, that was rough. Um... Yeah, I, I, to me, man. Oh, yeah. Somebody mentioned to your eternity. That's actually a really good one. Um, they say episode one. I, I think there's a fir- there's an episode a little bit further in, but I don't exactly even want to say too much, just because it was um, it's pretty impactful on the series. But there is, um, or it was to me, just because they they tackle a really interesting subject that i wasn't expecting them and it is towards the end uh, it actually might be the final episode to be honest with you so um but yeah it was uh it was it was just so amazing man it actually made me cry because i had a, a family member go through a similar thing and they, they, they tackled the subject of dementia and it was really it was tough for me to watch as my, my grandfather had dementia uh, later in his life so um that to me and that that's that's the thing about this this list will basically just be as subjective as humanly possible because it's hard to talk about the best anime uh episode without somebody saying well what about this anime also i have not seen all of the anime so but i just have ones that stick in my mind like no matter what i know uh no matter where my memory goes i will always remember those and so you know what i mean so um brings a smile to my face so and that's the wonderful thing about anime and i'm glad i did this podcast today because i was feeling a little bit bitter yesterday about the whole situation with the anime YouTubers, but um, appreciate you guys listening today. Uh, remember one more time, we are going to be going over the orbital children on Saturday. Um, trying to remember if there was anything else I had to tell you guys. Uh, remember I have all those links to anything I mentioned before. Swade's new channel, Swade's video. Also, um, I'm not uh, totally not Mark as well. If you guys want to go support them, please do if you can. 
Um, remember, you can check out all things casual at the link tree in the description box down below. Also, if you'd like to email us, you can email us at animecasuals with an S, real, R-E-A-L, at gmail.com. But as always, guys, don't forget to keep it casual.